0: And welcome to episode 13 of the Mindfulness Hub. How are you feeling today? Hope you had a week full of great things. And even if there were some ups and downs, I hope things are better than before. Well, welcome to December, the last month of 2022. So let's make the best out of it. It's never too late for creating new habits, especially if they will impact our lives in such a positive way. Thanks to every listener who joins this beautiful space called the Mindfulness Hub. Thank you for being part of our mindful tribe, for being here, and for supporting this project. I have seen listeners from 30 different countries, and this inspires me to work even harder so we can reach way more places. Our hub was created for sharing mindfulness topics that will improve your lifestyle, boost your mood, give you a space to relax, and... Of course, reconnect with your inner peace. If this is your first time here, then welcome to this curated space for unwinding, distressing, and reconnecting with ourselves. My name is Aileen Perez, and this is the Mindfulness Hub. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, share, and message. Feel free to reach me via email, aileen.yoga at gmail.com, or through Instagram at Aileen yoga and mention any mindfulness topic you'd like me to discuss in the upcoming episodes. Today, we will be talking about the mindfulness of cortisol. If you haven't heard about cortisol before, let me introduce you to this fundamental hormone that is both our best friend and our worst enemy. First of all, we often associate cortisol with stress, which is valid, totally valid, but in such a negative way that there is no space to acknowledge the positive effects cortisol has in our bodies. Cortisol has probably saved your life. For example, when we had to make quick decisions in danger. Cortisol is best known for producing the fight or flight response, and it is secreted by the adrenal glands just above the kidneys. This reaction developed as a means of survival, enabling people to react to what could be a life-threatening situation. The change in hormones and physiological responses forces us to either face the threat or leave it behind. But cortisol also helps control blood pressure, increase the body's metabolism of glucose, and reduces inflammation. So, wait a minute before putting cortisol in the blacklist because Our bodies need cortisol to survive. Here comes the important part. Having too much cortisol constantly will likely cause us to overreact towards common stressors like heavy traffic, tasks at work, or having an argument with a loved one. Over the time, these out of control stressors compromise our health and become chronic conditions if we don't manage stress efficiently and reduce our cortisol levels. Stress becomes harmful when it doesn't decrease. Before you know it, we get caught up with it, stuck with it, and it is prolonged. It is a fact that we all have stress and it can be produced from unpleasant situations as well as great situations like getting a new job, moving into a new home, or even falling in love. There are a variety of different feats that create stress. An important detail is that stress can also be related to our thought process and how we perceive an experience. Basically, our minds can create stress. Who hasn't been stressed due to potential scenarios that are not even reality? And I feel totally identified with this. For example, when you message a friend or a loved one and they take too long for replying. I know it sounds funny, but I know that you've been there. Because sometimes we end up thinking maybe we did something wrong, maybe they are angry at us, and other random reasons instead of stating more mindful facts such as, maybe this person is probably busy, or maybe they are having a hard time that has nothing to do with me. Sometimes our mind wanders so much that we start creating stress where there is originally known. What I wanted to say is that we can be one of our main stressors, unfortunately. And if you feel identified with this, then you arrive to the right place because mindfulness will help you to rewire your mind and get rid of these bad habits. Let's go back to what happens to our body during a stress response. When you encounter a perceived threat, such as a large and friendly dog barking at you during your evening walk, your hypothalamus, a tiny region at your brain's base, sets off an alarm system in your body. Through a combination of nerve and hormonal signals, this system prompts your adrenal glands. As I mentioned before, they are located on top of your kidneys, and they release a surge of hormones, including adrenaline and cortisol. Adrenaline increases your heart rate, elevates your blood pressure, and boosts energy supplies. Cortisol, since it is the primary stress hormone, increases sugars in the bloodstream, enhances your brain's use of glucose, and increases the availability of substances that repair tissues. Moreover, cortisol limits functions that will be non-essential or harmful in a fight-or-flight situation. It alters immune system responses and suppresses the digestive system, reproductive system, and growth processes. This complex natural alarm system also communicates with the brain regions that control mood, motivation, and fear. I guess we have all gone through the effects of cortisol levels going up, such as our heartbeat increasing or our body tensing up. It is not a pleasant feeling at all, right? Imagine experiencing that constantly on a daily basis. It sounds like an infinite nightmare, but yes, it happens. Our natural stress response can go wild and it is not healthy at all. The body's stress response system is usually self-limiting. Once a perceived threat has passed, hormone levels return to normal. As adrenaline and cortisol levels drop, Your heart rate and blood pressure return to baseline levels, and other systems go back to their regular activities. But when stressors are always present and you constantly feel under attack, that fight or flight reaction stays turned on 24 7, full day shift. The long-term activation of the stress response system and the overexposure to cortisol and other stress hormones that follows can disrupt almost all of your body's processes. This puts you in an increased risk of many health issues, including anxiety, depression, digestive problems, headaches, muscle tension and pain, heart diseases, sleep problems in between others and yes memory and concentration issues are also included in this list of struggles. This is why it's so important to learn healthy ways to manage and cope with our life stressors. Techniques that I would suggest would be mindfulness, meditation and breath work of course. But how does mindfulness help the way we deal with stress? Well, Since mindfulness is a way of training attention and fostering awareness, it will help us focus on being present with no distractions, while being more attentive to our body functions and reactions. At the same time, it gives us more clarity when dealing with stress, allowing us to stay calmer instead of triggering immediately any fight or flight mode. In addition, Mindfulness reduces activity in the part of your brain called the amygdala. The amygdala is central to switching on your stress response. So effectively, your background level of stress is reduced. Let's drop some facts. In a recent study, researchers assigned 47 healthy young adults to either a body scan group or an audiobook control group. People in the body scan group were given an Android phone loaded with a 20-minute guided body scan adapted from the Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction MBSR program. The body scan involved paying attention to momentary physical sensations beginning with the feet and ending at the head. Although MBSR also includes meditation and yoga, researchers wanted to see if the body scan portion alone might help reduce stress. Book group members were given an audiobook called Madman's Tale. Both groups were asked to listen to their recordings for 20 minutes per day, each day, for 8 weeks. At the end of 8 weeks, cortisol levels declined in the body scan group, but went up in the book group. This means that the body scan group as a whole showed less biological stress at the end of the study compared to the book group. Yes, mindfulness works. Plus, it helps the brain function more efficiently. I'll tell you how right now. According to the Pacific Neuroscience Institute, when the brain is not engaged in higher order thinking processes, it activates the mind's default mode network, DMN, which can be explained as the brain involved in self-related thinking and mind wandering. Exist time in the default mode network has been connected to lower mental health outcomes and higher levels of amyloid beta deposits connected to onset of Alzheimer's disease in the brain. Luckily, a regular mindfulness practice can reduce default mode activity while stimulating other aspects of healthy brain function. Cognitive processes refer to mental functions that are used to interact with the world around us and perform tasks involved in everyday life. Certain aspects of cognitive processes such as attention, cognitive flexibility, and self-awareness can decline with age. However, Mindfulness has been shown to improve these cognitive processes. Other stress management strategies include eating a healthy diet, getting regular exercise, getting plenty of sleep, journaling, and taking time for soul-feeling hobbies that will help you stay grounded and clear your mind. Let's finish today's episode with a guided meditation. So find yourself in a comfortable position. It could be sitting down or lying down. And if your mind is wondering, don't worry. Shift all your attention to your breathing. Feel your inhalations and exhalations becoming deeper, smoother, and softer. Feel the texture and temperature of the air that you are breathing in this moment. Feel the path of the air that enters from your nose, reaches your lungs, and then comes back. Now let's go more into detail by feeling this gentle air touching the corners of your nostrils. Your abdomen expanding during the inhalations and contracting during the exhalations. Relax the muscles from your jaw, neck, and shoulders. Leave the worries aside and take this moment to reconnect with your inner peace. Start feeling your body from head to toes. Feel your head, face, neck, shoulders, arms. Hands, chest, back, abdomen, hips, legs, knees, and feet. If there's any in pain or hurting, we're going to direct our breathing to that part. Take a deep breath and repeat the following affirmation. I release all tension for my mind and body. I let go of my stress. Two more times. Take a deep breath. I release all tension for my mind and body. I let go of my stress. One last time. Take a deep breath. I release all tension for my mind and body. I let go of my stress. We have reached the end of episode 13. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, share, and message. And I have a very important announcement in the upcoming episode, so don't miss it at all. Once again, feel free to reach me via email aline.yoga at gmail.com or through Instagram at aline underscore And most important, give yourself the chance to unwind in the mindfulness hub. Have a great day ahead. I'll be with you next episode.